right, welcome back. Episode 76 of the Young Old Heads podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tommy, aka TV Sports Cards, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Max, aka Cards Max, aka Cards Max, RIP 2K23 edition. Max, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I've bought more cards from my collection in the past two weeks than I have in all of 2023. This is calling for a time of reflection, of self-introspection, a time for winning, and I like to win. What were they? What did you buy? I bought this 2023 Luis Severino Platinum 1 of 1 flagship. This is going straight to the binder. I do think getting it slabbed up for the fun of it would be fun, but I feel like Yankees Platinum 1 of 1s and Yankees Super Factors are fun. The only problem is competing with a bunch of other Yankees fans, but this is a dank card. Costs some dollars, so not necessarily the highest on the dink to dollar ratio, but at least every 1 of 1, you know, you know I'm a sucker for that. And I forgot what inspired me to do this. It likely was a late night text, not from a woman, but from Tommy this time on college inspired NCAA cards and uh, infused by victory with Muggsy Bogues on NBA 2K with me wanting to do a Wake Forest inspired roster. I searched for Wake Forest Muggsy Bogues cards. Wake Forest has a rich alumni basketball alumni history i'm wearing a wake forest shirt today which is the college i attended in case you couldn't guess and i have this 1985 to 86 mugsy bogues schedule card to my understanding it's like just like in modern days they give you like a tiny little you know contemporary times whatever your word choice is they give you you know if you have a schedule for the game or something like that they have a nice little photograph on the front and the schedule on the back. This cost me about five bucks. And for Mr. Bogues, all five foot four of him, I believe he's five foot four, going for that layup. He's an iconic basketball player, an alum of my alma mater, and I needed a card for the collection. Hell yeah, that's sick. I Well, I was the one who sent you the Severino Platinum. Don't forget. Oh, I didn't. What did it, what did it end up costing you? Uh, it costs about one hundred thirty dollars. One hundred thirty something like that. It was triple. It was triple digits. Triple digits PC card for Max. Extremely rare. Very big for the program at the end here of twenty twenty three. How do I find my collecting needs? How do I collect? The way to collect is just to cast a net and see what comes out of it. Yeah. And speaking of which, Max, we put a call out to the community this week for. Their eBay buys of the year. Uh, I we figured we should download on what everyone else has been buying on eBay. Uh, I did some number crunching on my eBay buys of the year to do a little year end report for the for the people. Um, but I think we should start Max by running through the the submissions. We got a good handful of submissions that I think are going to be fun to run through. You ready? I'm ready. Sweet. The first one comes from HB Miller 27, Hayden, a classic young old heads listener, one of the best sellers out there. Great collector of cards as well. Um, he bought a 2015 Tops Hunter Pence World Series snow camo out of 99. So this is a 2015 Tops flagship card. Hunter Pence from the World Series the year before. 
He got it for 75 cents plus 150 shipping. And then his note about it, he said, I sniped this on auction and then traded it to Tommy with another Clay Thompson card for a 2015 Topps Rally Squirrel SP. Not the biggest transaction ever, but we all won here. And I will say now, this card now lies with Old Man 28 in his Snow Camel Parallel team set run that he's building from 2015. So card was sniped, traded to me, traded again to another person. Great card. Max, what's your review? I feel like you should rank them like one to three. One to three. Can we do decimals? No. No. Uh, I'm going to give this a two. Um, I don't think it's strong to say that it's an absolute home run, but we are a sucker for Snow Camel Parallels on this podcast. We love team collection, collecting. Hayden is an art of the deal, renaissance man, always finding the nick inside the knack and finding a way to make it work for himself and for other collectors to benefit. So great price, great flip, great card, two. Nice, nice. All right, our next one comes from at Backo Breaks. He said he bought a 2010 Topps Chrome Rapper Redemption Buster Posey RCR 95. He got it for 175 bucks, and he says it also came with a Buster Posey signed baseball. So he got the classic Redemption Topps Chrome Buster Posey base RCR 95 plus a signed Buster card for 175. That's pretty pretty nice deal, Max. Uh, we're I'm gonna give that a three personally. What do you yeah. give this one? I'm giving using my third hand to provide a third thumbs up here. Not that any of these plays are better or worse than anyone else's, but I think this play just has the intangibles. It has the RCR, which might be controversial, might not be encapsulated, but you're definitely getting the best condition for your buck there, assuming that it's undamaged. I don't know Posey's autograph market, but I think a signed ball definitely improves any displaying prowess of the two pieces. Um, the Chrome Wrapper Redemption is the Buster Posey rookie card, and there are no ifs, ands, or buts. And this checks all not only all the boxes, but even the boxes I didn't thought existed. Yes, quite quite a great one. Um, obviously near and dear to my heart, but also love any lot snipes. I feel like lot snipes are a common theme of eBay buys that are undervalued. So great call. Uh, and also you don't want to spend 175 bucks without at least some guarantee on conditions. So the RCR helps out there for sure. Uh, next one is from a good friend of the podcast, Eddie at GYTO cards on Twitter. He bought a Twista 2012 Platinum League hip hop card for 23.05. He said, Tommy will appreciate any hip hop cards, not Max. He's no fun. Max, are you familiar with Twista, the rapper? Um, I am. I give one thumbs up just because it's a it's a rookie card play. It's generic. It's off the beaten path, but not you're not going after the crazy wacky Twista cards. I'll give it I'll give it a 2 out of 3 because well, first, because I don't really know the set, so I don't know really what the deal is with the set. Maybe it's cooler than I think it is. But I will give it creds. The card does look sick. And we'll drop this somewhere. But sick card, 23 bucks, not that expensive, less than a Topps Chrome Blaster. It's pretty good on the dink-to-dollar ratio, I'd say. 
Uh, moving on, we got the next one. It's from at Big Bob's Cards. <clears throat> he bought 2023 Bowman Roman Anthony autos. He got a gold shimmer for 325 and two refractors for $91 each. His comment was, wasn't able to gem the gold shimmer, but current, but it's currently a $700 card. Wow. Gemmed both refractors and sold them for $500 each. So he was in the refractors for $91 plus PSA grading. Sold them for $500. Gold shimmer he bought for $325, now sitting at a $700-ish card. That's pretty nice profit, Max. What do you, what do you got to say about that one? Um, Big Bob is a Bowman genius. Uh, this is always a pro Big Bob card, a pro Big Bob podcast. Um, I'm giving it a two, not out of the not being a great play, but just because I expect him to pull some random names that I've never heard of and then five X on them. So only a two X on Roman Anthony. Come on. The bar was higher, but <laughs> no, that, that's a great play. Um, Maybe you could have squeezed it to three if it was a true gold and not a gold shimmer. But I think that's a very well, he squeezed all the juice out of that upside Roman Anthony play. So that was, that's pretty awesome. Nice. Always I, nice. I to more names I haven't heard of. <laughs> I have no idea who Roman Anthony is. So Good. I guess Keep I'm giving that a two just out of ignorance. You all don't right. Want to rabbit hole. It's yeah, I can't go down Bowman right now. All right. The next one is a good one. It's from good friend of the podcast, Matt's Cards 21, famous Pete Alonzo collector. He bought a 2020 Pete Alonzo tops clear out of 10 for 135. He said, bought this to finish off my rookie cup rainbow in April. Turns out it was bought from DF Card Shark. So who knows if it is as if it is stolen now or was stolen. So Great points here. First, love a rainbow build, love a rookie cup build. Just instant great eBay buy right there, finishing off the rainbow. Uh, I have no idea on the market, so 135, probably recent, decently fair market value, maybe a little under. Um, but then you get the dank factor of it buying it from the now infamous eBay account. This has to be a three, Max. This has to. Yeah, I'm going to say it's it's a strong three. Um, it has the rainbow completion. Um, it has your ponying up just to lock in the card that you need on your list. It has the spiciness. You know, sometimes you have to steal the candy bar from Walgreens if you want to have a little bit of the chocolate. And I think everyone wins here, except if it were stolen. But it adds a little bit of flair to your rainbow. I love it. I I love yeah. everything about it's this one. It's a strong three. It's a strong three. Um, Matt. Rainbow is unreal to look at uh, from especially 2020 tops, classic tops here. Um, some good ones. I am proud to say that I contributed the Independence Day to that one, Max. Uh, my small contribution to the Rainbow build there. So moving on, we got one from Steel City DW. He bought a Mitch Keller Tops Chrome Rookie Auto Superfractor for 900 bucks. He said card was posted for 1500 OBO. I don't know much about the Mitch Keller market, but anytime you're buying a super fractor of true tops, Chrome super fractor auto rookie, it's usually a good play. Um, unless you're buying Wander Franco. So Max, uh, what are your thoughts here? I hear it might be the, might be the all time highest Mitch Keller sale. Who knows? Well, you can do your research on that, but I I'm split between a one thumbs up and a two thumbs up. I'm leaning a one thumbs up just because of how personally invested I was in Mitch Keller being a breakout candidate in 2019. And then him unfortunately floundering for most of his career. I do respect 
the loyalty to capitalize on him as a player play, as a collect play. And a super factor auto of anyone is a very large mountain to climb. And I, I don't climb mountains. That was a mountain climb. Nice. Uh, yeah, hard to tell for me. Don't know anything about it. This one is a fun one. Last one of the, the night here. We got one from at Frank underscore Cini one. He got a 2014 Tops opening day Bryce Harper image variation SSP for $3.25. He said seller didn't list it as a variation and got it for the minimum bid, sold immediately for $150 on eBay upon receiving it. Might have been able to hold out for more, but took the quick flip. This is a true home run, super dank, incredible dank to dollar ratio. You're hitting the opening day photo variations that me and Max love near and dear to our hearts. You're getting the lot play. You're getting that it wasn't listed as a variation. You're getting the instant quick flip on eBay, Max. I'm thoroughly impressed with this. This is off the charts on the dank to dollar ratio. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were mentioning home runs. I was reading a tweet. Uh, and it was about commercial real estate and that sometimes the best deals in commercial real estate are right in front of your face and that trying to find the off-market deals are sometimes more difficult because there's fewer of them, but also sometimes don't make as much sense as the on-the-market deals right there. So that's in commercial real estate. This is in baseball cards. He hit a home run getting the on-the-market deal that just because it ended at $1.50 doesn't mean that it's not $150. That's almost as many podcasts as we have. That is a great play. It's an opening day variation, and I love it. Unreal card. Thank you to everyone who submitted your eBay buys of the year. It was quite fun to look through them and uh, pick out some of our favorites. I think it's hard to beat the, the opening day flip there. It's unreal card. Max, did you you didn't give me enough of your eBay buys of the year, right? No, no analysis was done necessarily on your end, but... I am interested to hear maybe what has been going on in your life recently. We didn't really check in. We went straight into it. That's not a usual young old heads move. What's been going on? What's been going on? I didn't know you were going to be hitting me with that. Um, some of my greatest e-buys of the year may, be, may include um, the Brady House 2023 Bowman Chrome Superfractor 101 that I spent $2,000 on just to not be able to claim it for the Fanatics buyback bounty and to hold it in my hands. So that was a uh, $2,000 super fractor that did not go to plan. So I actually, um, one of my favorite cards that I've talked about on the podcast that I've owned in reflection is probably my Julio Rodriguez BGS 95 cherry blossom. Um, I've mentioned it a few times recently on the show, but I'm a sucker for the top Japan cherry blossom. I think there are a lot of people that are also suckers for them and getting that marquee parallel on a big name rookie card in gem mint condition is fun and cool. Um, it would be a travesty and it would not be right to not mention my three Josh Giddy downtowns that I have bought purchased on eBay this year as some of my favorite eBay purchases of 2023. I'm going to try giving you some more ammo, Tommy. I, I got some of my own. I can hop in here. Um, so yeah. I did Tag an team. exercise. I, I'm going to go in with some of my eBay buys, but at the end of this episode, I will be going over a long spreadsheet that I created where I went through every single one of my eBay buys of the year. I listed out the price, the player on the card, the set that it came from, the card type, meaning parallel or insert type. 
and then PC. The PCs that came out on top were Northwestern, Giants, Warriors, Gold Cups, non-sport, golf, kind of in that order. Um, but a lot of interesting data I learned about myself as a collector from that. But in general, by the opposite of in general, I mean by specific cards that I think were cool that I bought. I bought a Nick Castellanos Tops Gold Cup Black Parallel out of 64. I got this for under $5 shipped. One sold on eBay during the playoff run I saw for almost 60 bucks. That's just a massive cool card to win. Um, <clears throat> I got my Helen Keller 2009 Tops American Heritage Refractor for $40 shipped. That's iconic, iconic Helen Keller Tops Chrome Refractor. Um, I got my 2011 Triple Threads Relic of Lincecum, Posey, and Kane out of 27 for $30 shipped. That was a good one. I think I've seen some of those sell for upwards of $100. Um, I got an Eloy Jimenez 2020 Topps Chrome Gold Refractor for $5 shipped. That's a gold cup, gold refractor, true Topps Chrome Eloy Jimenez for for $5 shipped. That was an amazing one. Um, common theme with my eBay buys, the best ones are usually under $10. Um, but my average eBay buy of the year was $17.22 or $24. That's a lot of cards that you bought. I just, I just, I just, I just, yeah, yeah, you did. Um, I bought a BGS, or sorry, rather, a PSA 9 Shohei Otani negative refractor in July for $638 on eBay. And I sent it to Beckett and it got a BGS 10 pristine so that's a very fun card that probably was one of my better buys from the year what well, were uh what are, what are comps on that these days um i'll double check last i think a psa 9 just did 800 so that makes me think that a psa 10 is worth about 2250 oh wait sorry for a second, I thought it's just on sale. I didn't. Uh, a PSA 9 just did $775. So by my math, a PSA 10 would be worth about $2,000. And P BGS 10, maybe $2,500 to $3,000. Wow. That's pretty awesome. That's a pretty nice flip there. Probably around $3,000 once that sells. Um, another item that I had to dig back into my eBay history to find was I bought a Mike Trout Red Refractor out of 5 Bean Team from Stadium Club for about 200 bucks. And I enjoyed that card a lot. Um, I eventually gemmed it and sold it for like 600 bucks. But in terms of like coolest cards that I've owned this year, I think any Trout Red Out of Five takes the cake rather easily. And that was my Red Out of Five out of choice. Of choice. Nice. I like, the, I mean, the Beam teams, the old heads love the Beam teams. They'll nut over them. I'm... I feel like Max, I feel like it was a good year on eBay. Do you feel like you had a good year or was it compared to previous years? Was this a, I got to check eBay. I know you're on eBay every night. We already know that, but. I've not bought a card on eBay in two weeks. And I'm so upset about it. Two weeks? No fucking way. I think it's been two weeks. Jeez, that's wild. Well. I'm it's rough out here. It's rough. It's rough. I think we should go into, re well, all right, Max, I'm going to go through my recent eBay buys of the last week since our last episode. You give me your recent sales after I go sure. through mine. How about that? Yeah. I got a 2023 Topps Chrome Update Sapphire Joe Ross Red out of five. 
Joe Ross. I think I talked about him last episode. We love love Joe Ross. Um, actually saw him over Christmas break was nice. Great guy. Um, got it for $5 shipped red Sapphire out of five. Hard to go wrong there. Uh, I added another one to my boo booey rainbow with a wave out of a hundred for $6 shipped. That was nice. Um, 2022 Panini Elite Extra Edition, college ticket, optic gold, out of 10. Sean Goosenberg, Northwestern baseball player, $6 out of 10. Elite Extra Edition, non-auto, obscure. Um, Got a 2012 Limited Lights Out Materials, Clay Thompson, out of 49. Memorial Memorabilia Rookie Card for $30 shipped, out of 49 rookie, game use relic. Gotta love that. Um, Mm -hmm. Just to go through real quick to go over some of my total eBay buys. So 10% of my eBay buys were Northwestern cards. The average spend on that Northwestern card was $879. So not that, was far below the total average. Um, that And then, yeah, those are the numbers I'm going to give the people. Just those ones. Uh, I have some other numbers, but I'm not going to do totals or you know other than that. Giants were 21% of my total buys. Uh, the average Giants card was twelve twenty-five, so a little bit more than Northwestern, still below the average. And what's bringing up the average is my Warriors buys, which were twenty-eight percent of my total buys, and were twenty-four sixty-six average spend. That's what's bringing up the most of the average. My Gold Cups were twenty-nine percent, so actually more than Warriors. I bought more Gold Cup cards than any other PC on eBay this year, and the average Gold Cup, literally every single one of these Gold Cups is a parallel. And I got them on average for 11.02 total, which is I was hyped to see. Um, non-sport cards made up five percent of my total buys. My average non-sport card on eBay was 32.59, so relatively expensive. That's mostly because they were my Topps American Heritage cards. Um, I bought ele- I bought three percent of my golf. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Three percent of my total buys were golf cards. My average golf card buy on eBay was thirty-eight eighty-one, so even more expensive. Uh, that was the highest average spend on anything. Was my golf? Um, those were kind of the the big numbers out of my analysis. It was quite the exercise to go through every single card I bought. You can't easily export that data from eBay, um, but it was fun to do. Get to check in on kind of what I was buying and also seeing the net. It kind of felt like an Apple or a Spotify wrapped experience, but um, you know, it was kind of what I expected. Most, most quantity was gold cups uh, followed by warriors buys, followed by giants, followed by Northwestern, followed by non-sport, followed by golf, which I think is generally kind of how my PC got what goes. I did get really deep into the gold cups this year. Uh, That was definitely a heavily focused area for me. So I'm not surprised to see that at the top. Um, but just a fun exercise I, you know, Max, I know you didn't do that, but it was fun for me to see kind of what check in on myself. Cause I feel like I have gotten really focused as a collector this year, which has been, was a big goal of mine going into the year. I feel like I accomplished that, uh, feeling good about it in general. So what's up with your, uh, your eBay sales of recent Max? Yeah. Focus is absolutely everything. And that's how you win and you stay concentrated. Um, as for recent eBay sales, I sold a PSA 9 2019 Topps Heritage Mike Trout Black Refractor at a 70 for $300. I want to say I bought it raw for $175 at the National, give or take. And that's just, it was a long set, but 
it's a gorgeous card. And I think I still have a few more of those Mike Trout Black Refractors left. Um, I sold a, that was a big one. This was a P, this was a massive one, actually. It was a PSA 10 2019 Tops Heritage Shohei Otani Real One Red Ink Auto at a 70. I wish there was a more concise way to say that. I bought it for $2,400 in November, and I sold it on eBay last night for $4,499.99. I want to say my net from that is about $4,100, or I think $4,000. I didn't double check. Um, I was receiving a lot of responses saying, oh, what is the eBay net fees from that? How much does eBay take? No, it's eBay doesn't take the 13% from that sale. If you have an eBay store, any item that's worth above that sells for above $2,500 is then prorated at about 2.9% so that the first $2,500 is at 13% and the rest of the money is at 3% each. Um, I also ran, again, contra controversial, 2% promoted ads. I will happily give eBay 2% of that listing. My buyer was a three feedback buyer and you can do whatever characterization you want from that. But I don't know if that buyer might be seeing that without eBay pushing it and promoting it. Um, lastly is that that item did not have best offers enabled. I do not believe in best offers. I like to hardball. I throw a mean change up and maybe I would have accepted lower than that. Maybe not, but on eBay, that price is firm and that buy it now was slammed. No negotiation needed, just a lovely push notification from eBay for $4,499.99 that my buyer had paid. And then it is off to the post office. That is a classic Cards Max Cook. Red inks are notorious for you for being big for flipping. We'll see if you can move the big Shohei Red Ink in 2024, Max. You got anything else you want to, any other sales or anything? Yeah, except these ones I lose on. Um, I have a purple choice Jalen Williams at a 20 that I bought for 500 bucks, I think, in preseason or 400 bucks, something like that. I don't think it was seven. I think it was like 500 bucks, 400 bucks. Sold my first one of the two today for 300 bucks. Just have to eat the losses and move on. And that's the name of the game. Um, I also had a sick Jalen Williams gold hollow laser auto PSA nine out of 10 um, moved it for 500 bucks. I paid about 500 bucks on it. It graded a nine, um, a W in that the previous comp was about 300 bucks and that I sold for $200 above that an L and that I probably lost about 50 bucks and change on the entire transaction, maybe a hundred bucks in, in total. But if you don't get the win, don't get stubborn and move on. Um, yeah, at least for the most interesting ones. Um, I mean, I can talk about my Zach Rinky purple refractor out of $2.99 for $3.49 or my Trey Mann Prism Sensational Signatures Auto for $10 flat. But um, I know the people want to hear that. I know the people don't want to hear that. So I'll give you a little bit of love both ways. Thank you for at least teasing out the lower end buys. I appreciate yeah. that. Max. You got any resolutions going into 2024? Um, I do I have resolutions? Um, life related wise, probably I should probably at least think those through before that I announce them. Card related wise, um, I was inspired by Top Sky 85. He asked me how many shows or he tweet responded me saying, Oh, how many shows do you think you went to in 2023? And I was like, I don't know. 
a lot. Uh, so my, well, not again, soft resolution, not a big resolution is to actually document and keep a more formal log of every show I go to. Obviously for tax and record keeping purposes, that can all be retrieved if needed. But I think I should have more fun in keeping the counter and you know putting a, the Cards Max map on the stage of where I'm traveling to. Uh, first up is January 6th. I'm going to Vegas for one night. I won't gamble that much and I won't be sleeping with strippers. That'd be terrible. <laughs> really not. That's not on the docket. But um, Vegas is, there's a card show, 300 tables. I will be conquering it. And then I have Col Dallas card show and culture collision for the rest of January. Um, that's my plans for now, card wise. Um, monetarily, I just love that I've been able to grow from a buying and selling standpoint and that I don't like to keep goals in that regard because the stuff just kind of happens. And I just try to keep as cliche as, it's, as it sounds, keep doing me, let the free flow flow in. And that has transcended my plays from leveling up each and every year. If I thought this year that I would be where I was, or last year that I thought I'd be where I was this year, I would be surprised if I were to look at myself in the mirror. And from a collecting standpoint, uh, find my niche, which is still tough in my post Glaber Torres collecting era, but still something that's difficult. But at least I have two cards to contribute to that this time. That was beautifully said, Max. I'm excited to hear how your trip to Vegas goes. I'm excited to hear about how culture collision goes. I'm excited for 2024 in general, more young old heads to come bigger and better and just not younger though. Not younger. We're getting older, unfortunately. Today is uh, the youngest you'll be for the rest of your life. What are your resolutions, Tommy? My I only have one resolution for you now, but I did after doing this exercise, I also put together a new binder here. Um, well, first of all, I'm really excited to say that for the first time since 2020 since 20 the end of 2020, the first time since the end of 2020, I have all of my bigger PC cards in one place which okay. i'm very excited about i have brought everything back from my parents house not everything i keep all my base pc cards at my parents in larger binders like stuff that is below a dollar each really <laughs> cheaper stuff um but that was a big one but i want to buy more golf cards that's going to be a big focus of mine in 2024 i decided at least early on uh gonna go for your a lot more numbered you know, early two thousands golf cards, if I can find them. Uh, so that's my, my one main resolution, but Max, it's been a great year recording with you. I have oh, a lot stop. of great things to say, but I feel like we, I have been considering putting together a compilation episode where we take some of our best stories and put them into one episode. A lot of those came in 2023. I want to give a heartfelt thank you to everyone who listens to us every week or when we're not as consistent every other week uh, as Max will, will rag on me, but we have a lot of fun doing this. It's always a highlight of my week. Max, you got anything you want to say to our, our lovely listeners before we sign off here this year to infinity and beyond to infinity and beyond until 2024 and more parallels, more random sets, more drama. Are you ready for it, Max? Oh, I am. Oh, I am. I'll see you guys in 2024. Peace out.